Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa ala Rasulillah. So, then the question comes in, what does it refer to? The, uh, you know, what, what does not concern you? What does this refer to? What does not concern you can range from impermissible acts. It can also be disliked acts. Makruh, makruhat. It can also be, what? Doubtful acts. Things that are, you know, shuhat inside of it. We're not sure. And it can also be overindulgence in permissible things that have no benefit. It's technically, it's permissible, obviously, to sit outside and just watch the grass grow, right? You can look at a wall as the paint dries and just watch the paint dry all day. Technically, you know, that's, it's halal to do that. It's not a very good way of spending your day though, right? It's just, you're just wasting your time. So clearly there are certain things that you can do that are halal technically, but they're not a good way of spending your time. So these are things that are frivolous or useless or in worst case scenario, things that are completely impermissible. These are the things that don't concern you and should stay away from. Allah Ta'ala mentions about private gatherings. لا خير في كثير من نجواهم that subhanAllah, Allah says there is no good in most, in much of private conversations. When people get together and just start to talk you know, about private things, most of it is bad. Except if what? They're enjoining charity. They're encouraging each other. Let's, let's put our money together. Let's help this brother out. Let's help this sister out. Let's do something good with our money. Or what? Ma'roof, general, anything good. And so amazing that ma'roof, also sadaqah falls under ma'roof, but Allah Ta'ala specifies it just to show that it has a level above. And then thirdly, what? Islah bayna nas. Again, specifying, rectifying between people. How are we going to get these guys talking again? How are we going to make this beef go away? How are we going to fix this situation? Subhanallah. So most, the, the, the key here is what? Most of these private conversations, there's no good in it. So may Allah protect us. Number two. Oh, uh, secondly, there's a beautiful uh, quote from Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, rahimahullah. Uh, uh, he said what? Man adda kalamahu, that whoever actually considers that his words are part of his actions, then you will find that he speaks very little, except for the only times he speaks very little, except the only thing he talks about is what? What is actually his business, what regards him, what, what, what actually concerns him, and what benefits him. So we need to start recognizing that our deeds are not just our physical movements of salah, and not just our du'as, and not just our, you know, uh, charity, and so on and so forth. Our deeds are also our words, so we need to start counting it that way. Another quote from Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, uh, he says what? Ma ra'aytu, this is such a beautiful quote. Ma ra'aytu yaqeenan ashbaha bishakki min yaqeenin nas, I've never seen a certainty that more people, uh, that is uh, more similar to a doubt than the people's certainty of death, and yet they don't prepare for it. Subhanallah. How often do people talk about people's business, other people's aspects? They talk about, they talk at, as if they're, 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 they have infinite amount of time in this dunya. Really, when you have this attitude that I, you know, there's no time limit. I can, I can learn about this and that and the other. I can study this and I can study that. I can study every useless thing. Why? Because like my time is infinite. SubhanAllah, he's saying, such a beautiful quote. He's saying, I've never seen a thing that is so certain that people treat like it's a doubt. Like, I might die, maybe. No, you will die. There's nothing more guaranteed than death. This idea of like, you know, can I die? Is that really going to happen? It's going to happen. There is a time limit. It's, go it's not about if, it's about when. And you could be in five minutes. You have no idea. And so he's saying, I've never seen something that is so certain that people treat it like it's something, you know, just sort of a maybe, like death. And they just don't prepare for it. They just treat their time like, let me pay attention to this nonsense topic, let me study that nonsense topic, let me spend hours talking about this and talking about that. SubhanAllah, how do you have all this time when you know that you're going to go away, you're going to be resurrected, you're going to be like, what, what happened? It's over. What do you mean it's over? What did you think? <laughs> really, what did you think? Of course it's over. It had to end sometime. You were wasting your days away, day after day after day, 
And then it just ended one day. You knew it was going to happen. SubhanAllah. We just treat it like it's never going to happen. May Allah protect us. So, the next quote is from uh, Al-Hassan al-Basri, rahimahullah. He says something very beautiful. مِنْ عَلَامَاتِ إِعْرَاضِ اللَّهِ عَنِ الْعَبْدِ أَنْ يَجْعَلَ شُغْلَهُ he says, from the signs that Allah has turned away from his servant is that he makes him busy with matters that don't concern him. What a scary hadith. If you want to know that Allah Ta'ala, if you want to know whether a person is favored by Allah Ta'ala or Allah Ta'ala just has turned away from this person, they're just too far gone and Allah Ta'ala has turned his mercy away from this person, just pay attention to see how Allah Ta'ala can have a person running around after things that have no concern, no benefit for him whatsoever. Some people, they just jump from one foot to the other all day. Oh yeah, I'm working on this. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm talking to this person. I'm doing this and I'm doing that and doing this. And you talk to the guy and you say, SubhanAllah, bro. How is it that your whole life revolves around complete nonsense? Like really, how is this possible? And then you think, maybe SubhanAllah, maybe they did some sin. Maybe they've done some, something so egregious and so ugly that Allah Ta'ala is just turned away from this person. And this is why they are so busy jumping from one foot to the next, really going nowhere, just running in circles. Uh, the faqih, uh, the Maliki faqih uh, uh, Ibn al-Arabi, rahimahullah, says what? لِأَنَّ الْمَرْأَ لَا يَقْدِرُ أَنْ يَشْتَغِلَ بِاللَّازِمِ فَكَيْفَ يَتَعَدَّاهُ إِلَى الْفَاضِلِ He says, if a person's not able to busy himself with the necessary matters, then how can he uh, move on then to unnecessary, extra or superfluous matters? Like, if you don't have enough time in the day to cover all the necessary things, how on earth can you possibly have time for a bunch of nonsense. So this is a beautiful quote from Ibn al-Arabi. He's just asking, he's asking the question, how? How is it possible that people don't fulfill their obligations, things that they should be, and that are necessary for them to be doing? They don't fulfill those things, things that they know are important, and yet somehow they find time for nonsense. Amazing. He's completely baffled by this. Another quote. There's so many, uh, so many beautiful Qawl al-Sahaba uh, and, 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 and Tabi'een and Salaf al-Salih. There's so many beautiful quotes from, from various scholars throughout our tradition that about this topic, subhanAllah. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, anhu, he says what? وَالَّذِي لَا إِلَهَا غَيْرُهُ مَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ شَيْءٌ أَحْوَجَ إِلَى طُولِ سِجْنٍ مِنْ لِسَانٍ I swear by the one who there is none besides him that there is nothing on this earth that is in more need of a long prison sentence than the tongue. <laughs> He's just saying, you know, the thing that deserves the longest prison sentence is the human tongue. The thing that people need to stop, and subhanAllah nowadays, subhanAllah, the thing that we have, the tools that we have, telling the whole world about nothing. Look at me, I'm taking a selfie and I'm just standing around. Let me tell, let me use a technology that can bring this information to the entire globe for nothing, for absolutely nothing. What an amazing tool you have, subhanAllah, and you're wasting it on nonsense. Why? Why don't you say something good? Or why not? Just say to yourself, you know what? I don't have anything to say. I haven't studied anything. I haven't learned anything. I don't have any special insight. Why can't I just be quiet for a second? Why can't I just, you know what? Maybe listen, learn, take, soak it in. Instead of feeling the need to constantly express myself, well, this is my opinion on this matter. Maybe your opinion doesn't matter. Maybe you need to just learn from those who are actually wiser, more intelligent. We have how much volumes of books and knowledge out there that we just ignore and but no I'm too busy what telling the world and showing them my selfie and my this and my that subhanallah why so yes so a few points just to summarize because we're going to close very very soon inshallah one point that I'd like to close with is this always be aware of the fact that there will always be the gossip of the day there will always be that major issue that comes up that everybody wants to talk about because for whatever reason it's tantalizing, it's uh, attractive, right? It has that juicy gossip type feel to it, right? And so because of that, these issues, they come up and go away and come up and go away. And if you just take a second 
to go back and look at a few old ones, you'll realize just how useless they are in that time and now. So, I mean, what was the big topic of the day? That the French president said something negative about the process. Horrible, right? Ugly. But at the same time, give it a week, give it two weeks, nobody cares anymore. Let's say a week prior to that, everyone was talking about, remember, oh, did Biden say inshallah or did he not say inshallah? Now if I bring it up, people feel awkward. Like, oh, that's, that's old news. Who cares about that anymore, right? But how big and important was it? No, I think he said it. No, I think he didn't say it. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it endlessly. Now, if I bring it up, people are like, oh, that's old news. Who cares? Yeah, the reason it doesn't matter now is the same reason it didn't matter then. It's just nonsense. Same thing with every tweet of a politician or every saying or every this or every that. These things, they come, everybody gets excited, they go away, and then they become nothing. Subhanallah, we should have a little bit more sense. We should have a little bit more focus and say, you know what? There are certain books I want to read. There are certain topics I want to study. There are certain things I want to accomplish with my life. There are certain things that need to get done. These little things, they don't distract me. I don't care about this nonsense. And, and subhanallah, I remember that uh, one moment that this hit me the strongest was uh, there was some news about, uh, uh, I didn't read the whole thing or I don't know. There was some talk about a hijabi ballerina. And I guess because those two words are never seen together, people were like, I have to comment, right? Everybody, everybody thought this was like a really big deal that everybody had to, this was I think several years ago. There was this big thing that everybody had to comment about and everybody had to give their opinion about this hijabi ballerina, whether it was a good idea, a bad idea, oh my goodness, all this. One, I remember one person said it so beautifully. I, I, this really, it struck me so perfect. It was, it was such a perfect opinion. They said, it seems that everybody has an opinion here, right? The fact of the matter is that if anybody wants to have a talk or a dars or a class on fiqh, the fiqh of hijab, the fiqh of modesty, and so on and so forth, the fiqh of clothing. If anybody ha wants to have a class about this topic, let's have the class. But if you just want to talk about this person and their life and what they're doing particularly, then no, that's just gossip and I'm not interested. Guess how many people you think want to sign up for that class? Almost zero. And this to me was just such a, it was like a, like a lightning bolt. It just hit me so hard that subhanAllah, take any, you could do this with anything. This is just one example. But you could do this with just about any juicy piece of gossip. Take the actual item itself, right? The actual item of gossip. And then separate between the gossip portion, which is about the person and their personal life and their family and all the different details about that person individually, right? And separate that from, let's say, the fifth issue that is actually of concern. Separate these two things and then ask the question, who wants to study the fiqh divorced from the person? Who wants to study the fiqh of hijab, the fiqh of modesty, the fiqh of clothing, etc.? Who wants to study this as an abstract topic? Oh, no, 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 we don't want to actually study that stuff. We just want to talk about the person, let's be honest, right? We just want to gossip. We want to talk about that person's life. The moment you separate the two, and you see that the masses are, just want to talk about the gossip, and they want to give all their fiqhi opinions, of course, but they don't want to actually study fiqh divorced from the topic. Everybody has an opinion about what qala Allah wa qala Rasul. Everybody wants to say what Allah says and His Messenger says when it has to do with the topic. But when you say, let's divorce those two, and let's just have a class, and let's talk about fiqh, and let's study the issue, regardless of that person. How many people actually show up to the masjid? Very, very, very few. SubhanAllah. Take this same idea and apply it to just about every single juicy gossip item. And SubhanAllah, very quickly you'll realize this stuff is nonsense. If anybody was actually genuine, they'd just pick up a, big, a, a, a book of fiqh and they would just start studying. They would study the deen. And they wouldn't be distracted by all the nonsense. They would just study what is halal, what is haram. What does Allah say? What does the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam say? That's it. That's what they would do if they were sincere. But because they just want to gossip, subhanAllah, they just jump from one foot to the other and they never actually make any headway. So yes, I hope that's a good analogy. Another uh, uh, very, very simple, simple, simple uh, uh, point about this. Do you enjoy it when people put their nose in your business? Do you enjoy it? No. Everybody hates it. 
if somebody starts going through your personal, I don't know, videos or pictures or your, uh, you know, your email address or whatever the case is, people start scrounging through your life and start dissecting and spreading rumors or gossip or whatever the case is, you know for a fact that you would hate it. So it's very simple. You know that you would hate it when people put their nose in your business. Don't put your nose in other people's business. Make it very, very simple for yourself. Another very important point that I think is really crucial when it comes to this topic. Why is it some people are so attracted to talking about other people's faults? Why is it that some people are so attracted to talking about how other people have shortcomings? SubhanAllah, it's possible that focusing on the faults of others may result from a subconscious feeling that there's nothing for me to improve on. Right? Let's be honest. If you feel like, look, I'm like, you don't outright say it, but like deep down you kind of feel like I'm kind of perfect, right? I'm kind of the best. And I'm not, I would never say that, but like, you know, I kind of know that I'm kind of awesome, right? Let's say theoretically you're that person. Therefore, there's nothing much to improve on. There's nothing much to criticize. There's nothing much to work on. So I guess I'm done. I guess the only thing left to do is to say, well, you're falling short. You're not like me. And you're falling short. And can you believe that that guy fell so short? Can you believe that that guy made these mistakes? Can you believe him? Wow. All these people are getting what? You know, this guy got 60%. This guy got 70%. This guy got 80%. Can you imagine? The only reason you're saying that is what? Because you think you're at 100%. That's the only reason you're doing it. If you look at yourself as someone that has so much work to do, if you feel like, I don't know where my percentage is, but it's not good and I need to work harder. I need to climb and climb and climb. If that's your attitude, you don't have time to think about anybody else's business. It's just irrelevant. In fact, you sympathize with him. Oh, really? He made a mistake? You know, may Allah have mercy on him. May Allah forgive him. Look at my mistakes. I have a million mistakes. He has one. I know, I know about one of his mistakes. I know about a million of mine. SubhanAllah. When you have humility and when you have introspection, you have no time for judging everybody else. Moving on is, yes, and another reason why we should be very careful about spreading people's bad uh, uh, you know, um, uh, news is that this causes desensitization and normalization. When you keep on talking about how everybody, this person made a mistake, that person made a mistake, then you feel like everybody made a mistake and therefore this becomes normalized. And another reason is because we should be propping up those who succeed. Stop focusing on people's mistakes. Why not talk about, Alhamdulillah, this brother or this sister, they finished their hibs. And this person, mashallah, tabarakallah, has done this well, and this well, and that well. And mashallah, you all try to focus on the good. Try to encourage people with good. Why not? Why do we have to always spread the ugliest news just because it grabs the eyes the most? No, spread good news and encourage people to do better, inshallah. Another, uh, yeah, two, two last points. Two last concluding points. One is, there are so many distractions in this dunya. If you can actually apply this hadith, and leave that which does not concern you, if you can apply this, you will be miles ahead of the competition in everything that you do. In your deen, in your dunya, in your health, in your relationships, in literally everything, you will be miles ahead. Why? Because we have so many distractions that everybody else is falling. You know, imagine there's a race and everybody's trying to get to the finish line, but one guy, oh, look over there. Oh, look at this flower. He gets caught up. Oh, look at that little, there's a little bird on the tree. Oh, and you're trying to run the race and everybody's so easily distracted. If you're the one guy who doesn't get, oh, look at the creek and oh, look at the bird and oh, look at the flower. If you're none of those guys, you say, look, I'm not going to get distracted by nothing. I'm just going to keep running. Because there are so many distractions, subhanAllah, you're going to blast by everybody. So, we should remember the beautiful dua, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ilmin la yantha' wa min qalbin la yakhsha' wa min dua'in la yusma' wa min nafsin la tashba' uh, 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 And then the Prophet would add, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ha'ula'il arba' That the Prophet made this beautiful dua, Oh Allah, I take refuge in you from knowledge that does not benefit. Why? Because if you fill your head with garbage, what's the next thing that happens? You, leave, you lose khushur. And so the next thing is what? وَقَلْبٍ لَا يَخْشَعْ And O oh Allah, I, I ask, I take refuge in you from a heart that doesn't fear you. 
And then if you have no khushu' what happens next? Your dua has no sincerity. And then the next one is what? Wa dua in la yusma. And I take refuge from you, O oh Allah, from a dua that is not heard. Why would it not be heard? Because there's no khushu' in it. You see the domino effect, subhanAllah. And what's the last one? Wa nafsin la tashba' and a soul that is not satisfied. Why? Because you are spiritually void. You've killed your spirituality because of filling your head with nonsense. Because you lost your sense of khushur and therefore your dua became nothing. And subhanAllah, your sense of spirituality has died. And you're saying, Ya Allah, uh, protect me from a, a soul that is never satisfied. So this beautiful four-part four dua, in my opinion, Wallahu alam, it seems to have a progression to it. And it's, it's showing us that take refuge in Allah from all these four. And yes, the final point, inshallah, I'll finish with this one, is that whenever you're distracted by nonsense, nonsense, just remember, just remember that this universe, this universe was created for a purpose. That this universe was created for a purpose and you, with all of your incredible complexity, was made for a purpose. And everything that we as human beings that we can brag about and say is amazing, like these phones and these laptops and all these things, they can be used for the most beautiful of purposes. Trans, uh, uh, transmitting knowledge that is of so much benefit. So subhanAllah, what was this whole universe made for? Something great. What was my body, which is so complex, and so amazing, what was it made for? Something great. What was all this technology built for? Inshallah, something great. But when you treat this entire universe, and then your whole body, and then all this technology just to spread nonsense and garbage, which unfortunately most of the internet is comprised of, when you just spread a bunch of nonsense, subhanAllah, this is an affront, and you could say disrespectful to the greatness of Allah Ta'ala's creation. Allah Ta'ala says what? أَفَحَسِبْتُمْ أَنَّمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ عَبَثًا وَأَنَّكُمْ إِلَيْنَا لَا تُرْجَعُونَ do, you, do they then think that we created them uselessly? Do you think that this whole universe and your incredible creation of your body and everything, all the amenities that you have around you, do you really think all this is just made uselessly? Is that why you spend so much time on useless stuff? Is that what you think is about? And that you're never going to return to us with any sort of accountability? A'udhu Billah. So yes, we should ask ourselves these questions. May Allah Ta'ala make us of those who have the strength to not be distracted by nonsense. May Allah Ta'ala make us of those who focus on that which will benefit us and will make us better in the eyes of Allah Ta'ala. May Allah Ta'ala make us of those who have a sense of pressure, who have a sense of uh, urgency, that we have so much, this is fertile land, this is the Western world where there's so much potential for da'wah. Let's take advantage of it. With the little time that we have, let's do as much as we can. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.